From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Hello and welcome to episode 74, season 4, episode 14 of the award-winning Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. I think I'm going to have to extend the intro jingle to try and fit in that because it's quite a mouthful now, isn't it? Award-winning Two Mr. P's in a podcast. I'm not going to lie, it's got a hell, it's got a hell of a ring to it though, you have to admit. So welcome to another lockdown episode, week 75,864 of lockdown. It's just relentless in it, but we are close. We are close to possibly (laughs) the most... What are you laughing at? Just the way you were saying it, we're close! (laughs) It just, I don't know why, it just felt wrong. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm so close! (laughs) We are close to probably the most anticipated and needed half-term holiday of anyone's teaching career, because next week, I mean, it's just, we're not going to do an episode next week, by the way, so we're going to take a week off. Um, It gives you an opportunity to catch up on any other episodes that you've missed. We have got a couple of chinwags in the pipeline, so keep an eye out next week, because there won't be an official episode, but there will be a couple of chinwags coming your way. Um, but I can just imagine, like, um, how many hours of sleep is going to be caught up next week? How many teachers are just going to be snoozing till the till till the cows come out? I mean, if you're obviously it's different if you've got kids, but if you're a teacher who has no children, it's just no, you know, you can't go out. If you're not spending every day next week just in your PJs, duvet on the couch just binging away on all the TV you've not been able to watch, just eating, your f- just just going all out. Uh, you know, you're not doing half time, you're not doing half term right, is what I'd say. I know, you, you know, you're not allowed, you're not allowed friends over, obviously, with lockdown, but you can have Ben and Jerry. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's, that's enough, that's enough for anyone. What is your go-to Ben and Jerry? Well, to be honest, obviously, um, I don't know if you know this. I'm a type one diabetic, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I have to admit I don't I don't have uh, ice cream really at all. Uh, so Ben and Jerry's, I, I couldn't. I, fish food was one, wasn't yeah, it? Fish food's the one. I have fish food. That's old school, yeah. But yeah, I don't really have. Uh, you know, I don't. Really, I don't even have choc ices anymore. That's how you know. What do you snack on? Do you know what? This is why I need to lose weight is because the only kind of thing I've found, and I know everyone will be like, oh, you can have like really healthy stuff. But the only nice thing that doesn't really affect my blood sugar is honest crisps. 
And yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm an absolute sucker for a bag of crisps. What's and the thing crisps? is, one bag turns into three bags. Before you know it, I've got a mouthful of ulcers. <laughs> what, what's your, um, your, what's your... My go-to... Do you know what? I've started going... Uh, well, we, because M&S Foods quite local, I know you go there. Yeah. Um, the sour cream and jalapeno like mix-ups from yeah, M&S yeah. are to die for. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I know I spoke in the summer apps about Tyrrells. They're still in. They're firmly still in the mincer. Um, they, they, you know, honestly, it's like it's like how I used to be on a night out. There's not many crisps I'd say no to. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you, what are you... What's your link there tonight out? Are you talking about drinks or are you talking about women? I'm leaving the public to their imagination. <laughs> Is there any um, that you absolutely despise? Uh, crisps you know, it, I despise. You no, know, it's crisps I hate. I Go absolutely on. hate. Skips. <laughs> God, oh, I hate no. See, I don't mind. I don't mind skips. I don't mind. I tell you, I'd probably say... The ones that I never ever buy, I, and and I, I can feel people, I can feel like people annoyed already, but I don't really buy French fries. No, I'm not the, a big fan of French fries. The, the thing is with French fries is they're so thin, and and small. <laughs> they, they bring back bad memories. No, they just they just don't fill me. They're just too light. I need like a heavy. I need like a bit of a quaver or bacon fries. Do you know what I say? Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's not many crisps that that I would turn down. I mean, you know, it, it, they're just a great snack. But anyway, going back to you know talking about something other than crisps because I am starving now. Um, it is yeah. So we we, we are nearly there. We are yeah. on the cusp, and what uh, you know, and I just want to give, take this time, take this opportunity, take this platform today. Just a massive, massive, well played. Just, just if I could shake everyone's hand and be like, played, great game, <laughs> I'd do it because well, you, you know, can't. you just have to look it's at the distance. you just have to look at the <laughs> you just have to look at the Facebook group and the Instagram page. Um, for the for the kind of like we always say like the community that, that how everyone's come together and people sharing like mishaps and making it making fun of it it's just so so important and um you know i take my i take my hat off to every single uh every single person i put out a little little bit of a um kind of like a a, a well done message on sunday night on 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 facebook and that and it was just basically to everyone because it is, and, and do you know what? Why not? Because it is nearly half term, so I'm in a relatively decent mood. And well done to you as well, brother, because uh, because you you know you've been keeping people going. Um, you know, does it annoy me when people say you know comment on to Mr P's stuff and say, "Oh, love Mr P." I'm always looking at the comments like, "Hello, <laughs> hello." Um, but no, I mean, you know, hats off to you as well, bro, because you've worked hard and you've kept people's spirits up. Um, so, yeah, well done. Oh, cheers, cheers. No, you've done well as well. 
You've done all right. You're, you're trucking along. You're doing well. Listen, as well. I've got a lot of weight to drag along with me, and uh, I'm trying my best, you know. I'll tell but, you what, um, I, know, I know it's close to half term, but I am so tired this week. Do you ever have um do you ever have like a tired off against your wife? Oh, do you know what? It's like it's like we have spoken uh, about this episode and we always say, don't we? I always it always takes me back to uh when we're in London, uh, the live show. And that's another thing we can discuss is the fact that we were supposed to have a Leeds live show last weekend. And oh my goodness me, how I'm missing, how I am missing the live shows. I mean, the difference in my Saturday there, I should have been traveling to Leeds with you, getting on the Raz, drinking in the green room, going out, you know, loving the atmosphere, delivering to every single person who bought a ticket, going out on the Raz after it. Raz, Raz, Raz. Yeah, I walked in the rain to get some sour cream and jalapeno crisps from M&S. You know, yes, the crisps are good, but it's not its not good enough in general. No. Um, but yeah, so sorry. It brings me up because London, I always remember a group of girls were sat on a table and in that bar we went to after the live show and they were saying like, oh, you know, great show. Um, and I was like, thanks so much. Thanks for coming in. And they were like, just tell us like, how long does it take you to plan like an episode? And I was just like, they're not really, pl- they're not planned at all. And I think no. we, you know, people need to know that they, they are not planned. We kind of both, you know, say, oh, I've got a few of these to say, I've got a few of these to say, and then it's like, boom, let's record. And the reason why, because you've just brought up the tired off between you and, and the missus, right? I mean, and this is you funny. even married if you're not constantly... But basically, do outdo out, each other on how tired you are. Oh, it's, it's, it's non-stop. And it's, <laughs> and it's funny because Kim's been dropping... Major hint. Something's just come out of my mouth there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Chris. Definitely doesn't look any... It might be a peppercorn, because I had peppercorn sauce, but it looks like a little bit of gravel. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Something's, <laughs> something's <laughs> snuck in there. Uh, anyway, Kim's been dropping hints for ages that she wanted a Fitbit, right? Yeah. Um. So I didn't really ask. She just kept dropping hints, dropping hints, dropping hints. So I thought, you know what? Like I always say, hashtag husband goals. I thought, I'm going to be chivalrous, ask for nothing in return, and I'm going to surprise her with a Fitbit, right? So I got a Fitbit, uh, gave it to her, kind of, oh my God, thank you so much. You're welcome. Don't worry about giving me anything. It's just your smile is all I need. Oh my God. Pass the sick bucket. But then, but then I I asked, what did you want a Fitbit so bad anyway? You know, what, what do you want it for? And the reply was to track my steps, but to track my sleep, to show how many times I get up with the kids. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's backfired. So, so, <laughs> oh, so the account's down 90. And now I'm, 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 I'm like paying 90 to get in the dugouts. I'm like, nah, not happening. There because the debate is always left to, like our debate, we don't wear our, like we've got Apple Watches, but we don't wear them in bed. It's just, we, we have a tired off where we just say, 
like Claire would be like, I had to get up so many times, go to the toilet. And I was like, yeah, and you woke me up every single time. And then you were snoring and I couldn't get back to sleep. And then, and then it's all circumstantial evidence. You're going to be hit. Exhibit A, data from the Fitbit. You've lost. You're a loser. <laughs> but then day, day two, she set the settings wrong and it didn't track her sleep. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, it, it is, it, it's 100% true. It's like, I'm not sleeping great at the moment and I'm with you. I am absolutely knackered beyond yeah. belief. I don't think I've ever felt so just awesome. unbelievably tired. Yeah. And uh, just like, like, like the last few nights... I've, go on. The last few nights, I've like been, you know, tossing and turning. And uh, and <laughs> I'm glad I said turning. Um, <laughs> I've been tossing and turning and just like waking up and randomly scratching my arm, or as I like to call it, doing a Leroy and uh, <laughs> doing an ICT. And um, yeah, it's just like, and then I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh God, you know, dead groggy. Oh God, yeah. I really didn't have a good night. Yeah, well, then <laughs> she gets a Fitbit app out. No, no, <laughs> put your apps away. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's just that exhausted. I'm just not motivated to do anything either. Like, it's almost as if the half term breaks a week too long. Like, it should have been last week because I just feel oh, just absolutely shattered. Just peeling my eyes open in the morning. Just grim. But I did go, I was back in school last week. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to say, because of your eczema, you were actually peeling your eyes. No, nah, my, eczema's, my eczema's fine now. My eczema's absolutely sound. Yeah. I know it is. I know it is. It's a way, you know, it's just, obviously I'm going off past eye issues. <laughs> no, it's, no, I did, I did have serious eye issues for a while, didn't I? Remember when I didn't get let in that club that time because the bouncer thought I was on something. And I had to explain <laughs> side effect from my extra medication. It's, yeah, when you when you when you used to do videos and you had your new HD cam, <laughs> and people would write it like, "Oh, I'll have what Mr. P's having, Mr. P on the wacky backer." <laughs> yeah, um, that's the worst. When, when the worst, like I know they do it with the right intentions, but the amount of times I do videos and people will just comment going, "You're looking a right mess, Mr. P. Take care of yourself." You're looking, you're looking really tired, Mr. P. Don't forget to take a rest yourself. It's like they take a jab at me. They're like, you look terrible. Take care of yourself. <laughs> They're doing it with the right intentions because they're just sort of recognising that I probably look a bit run down. But it's just, it's, it's basically a teacher burn from a fellow teacher. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, what I was going to say was I was back in school last week so um obviously we talked last week about getting the jab and uh i've gone back in class just you know not necessarily i have to the school's quite happy for me to be at home but i just want just to break the week up a little bit so that i'm not not at home all the time um and so when went in and obviously they've got they've got the routine sorted so i would you know was was doing normal, and then the, the deputy was like, "Oh, well, I tell you what, what we really need to do is we need to track all the iPads." So, like, our school's got, I think, about well, it was probably close to like 150 iPads, but I'd say about 50 of them are the dead old ones that don't really work. 
And in the first lockdown, loads of them got given out and no one really tracked who they gave them out to. So we've had a few that are missing. So on Thursday, I had to go around, and I'm not going to lie, go around and like update and track them all, tick them off a list. It was the most boring job I've ever done until I got down to like three that were missing, three new iPads that were missing. And the software that we use um, allows you to put them in lost mode. And when you put them in lost mode, you can then find its last location, right? So I've... right. Tracked, tracked, turned them on lost mode, last location. And then one of them, it's it's lunchtime, we're in the, we're in the staff room. And, and one of them pings up that it's in a house in the, in the street next to the school. So I'm like, whose house is that? Whose house? Who lives on that road? So then all the staff are getting involved and we're all going like, um, there's a member of staff who lives on that road. No, it can't be her because she's... She wouldn't need an iPad. And I'm joking, going, yeah, she, she's Netflixing and chilling. Uh, all that's and then and then one of the teachers goes to the length of going on to like Sims to find out which children live on that road. And then we're trying to tick them off who it could be. Um, luckily, I didn't because I was tempted to actually walk around to that house, knock on, because it just showed on the map, you know, like find my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. It just showed that it was in that house. So we were like, well, I'll just go round. And it was like, no, probably best not with COVID, that sort of thing. Um, anyway, turned out it was in nursery. This iPad, it was in the nursery. <laughs> and I just like <laughs> gone on this wild goose chase, accusing staff, accusing children of harvesting one of the school iPads. And it was just in nursery. Um, so, yeah, so that was <laughs> my day in school last week. I think it was it was quite exciting for about half an hour, and then when we found it, it was a bit of an anticlimax. But as is our time with uh, these COVID times, you've got to find you you got to find your excitement one way or the other. Here's do you, like you've been doing like you've been doing like well being activities and and stuff like that. It's a big thing in it, obviously. Yeah. Much needed with with what the children are going through as well as everyone else, but. Uh, the year five uh, kind of staff member told me about this question that they asked their kids. Now, if anyone listened to the chinwag that we had with uh, Sam Copeland last week, uh, and it was a great one. If you've not listened to it, I highly recommend that you, you check it out once you've listened to this whole app in its entirety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we talk about like, I think it was you that talked about when you when you crack a joke, a really good joke, and it just doesn't land in school. Like, it just doesn't land at all. This question was asked to the year fives, right? And I've never heard this question before. And it's a great question. The question is, if you could get one famous person to come in your school and teach a lesson, what, who would you get and what lesson would they teach? unbelievable question right so I'm listening to these answers and one of the kids goes Ariana Grande to teach us singing oh no behave so I went I'd be fully in favour of that have you ever seen Um, her on the Disney Channel show she used to be on like Lily watches it's um was it Victorious or something like that or Sam and Cat she's got the most annoying tone of voice 
you've ever heard on a human being. Like, I can't yeah, wait. She is if she she's got a set on. of pipes, though. A what? She's got a set of pipes. She can sing the girl. All oh, right, I thought you meant a a, a chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about chesticles. No. I'm talking about uh, a voice. Anyway, so talking about this joke, this lad goes, I'd want John Cena to come in to teach us wrestling in PE. Good. So I was like, oh my God, what a shower. I said, the only problem there is you wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> <laughs> right? I thought to myself... You know when you just have them little thoughts yourself? You have just told a wonderful joke. Well done, you, sir. And honestly, wow. the, kids look, the kids were looking at me like, what? <laughs> you would see him if he was in here. If he was teaching the lesson, you would see him. Yeah. So I had to then like completely break it down. Like, yeah, but you know, his famous catchphrase of like, you can't see me, the, the five knuckle shuffle. And they're all looking at me you don't know wrestling. John Cena's not going to come to this school. <laughs> but I'm throwing the question to you. Uh, right. My first my first thought, the, th- the thing that came straight to my head was uh, Sir David Attenborough to do some sort of yeah. science would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, same with like Brian Cox to do something on space, maybe. Um, oh, I don't know. What would you go for? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I really like the 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 Cena shout. Yeah. Um, but, you know, imagine a full hall assembly, and you get Banksy at the front on the wall of your hall, just <laughs> hooking out a brand new piece of art. I mean, that would yeah. be that would be a scene. But I don't know, like. <sighs> The thing is, are the people? It, this is a bit like with with football managers, isn't it? Like the best footballers don't always make the best managers. So, would getting someone who's great at something to try and teach it be as good? Do you know what I mean? Well, like David Attenborough, just like one, two, three, all eyes on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Um, down from five, four. <laughs> but I, no, yeah. David would be quality, but I'm just thinking in other areas, like are the best, you know, if you were to get someone to come in and do a football, like, oh, get Messi in to do a football lesson, would Messi actually be a really good coach or a really good teacher? I'm not sure. Well, no, you'd, have, you'd have to get someone to, you'd have to get someone with the badges, but uh, what about someone we haven't thought of? What about a little bit of uh, John Snow <laughs> to just be a, to just be a lunchtime organizer just for that line, just for that line. Just wait for the one kid to come out like yes, and he picks up something. He in it. Hey, say it. Hey, you bastard! Whoa! <laughs> Get on the wall. Uh, or Danny Dyer. <laughs> Danny Dyer is a lunchtime is it? Lunchtime organizer. <laughs> right, kids, I'm going to teach you how to start making readies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tyson. Tyson Fury. <laughs> Tyson Fury is your TA. I've come to, I've come to teach you well-being. <laughs> you bunch of dusts. Um, 
I was laughing. The, the, the Danny Daddy one made me laugh because talking about Jon Snow. Imagine if you had the pair of him and Jon Snow was like, go away on the wall, bastards. And Danny Dyer's like, oh, what, wool? Come off. Yeah. Is it going to be uh, kind? Is it going to be a kind wool? Uh, <laughs> it was uh, funny because uh, we we had some like school stuff that, you know, had to be signed out yeah. and then I had a bit of wall banner with the, one of the teachers because they had there was like you know printed contracts basically that that some parents had to sign and then I kept going like have, have they have they signed the contract <laughs> you know like the wall yeah. at the end <laughs> and then that bit where he shakes the thing when they've ripped it up I always hate that when yeah. he shakes the thing ripped it up but um yeah, I just thought it was. A, I just thought it was a main it question. A good, that it is a good question, but I mean, again, then are we just going off people who we know? Like the thing we talked about last week, where we like put celebrities on a pedestal, when actually we should be, you know, maybe the guy who invented the vaccine, where he could. But it's an interesting question. I don't know. Um, I don't think necessarily the best. Like Ariana Grande wouldn't be the best singing teacher, would she? No, but. Well, you're just you're. This is the classic ICT, Mr. P. You're taking a fun question, <laughs> you're ranting about it, and you're I'm taking all ranting. the fun out of it. I'm not. It's ranting. like it's like you ask you ask a group of ten year olds, <laughs> right, guys? We got Ariana Grande coming in to teach you singing. You would hear crowds of cheering. All right, guys, you've got Philip Pfizer coming in to talk to you about the science behind the vaccine. They'd all be like, shut up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, good question. And if you if you have a decent decent shower, uh, obviously episode seventy four, right It'd on the face. Great though, like I, I tell you, like getting Jason Derulo in as a, as a singing teacher be good, just to be like, good morning class, good morning, <laughs> J- Mister Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, what should we call you, Jason Derulo? <laughs> yeah. Just when he goes, when you go to the toilet, sir, I need some more Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. It is a good question. Yeah, definitely get Jason Derulo in. <laughs> we saw him. When? In America. Oh, of course we did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. It would be the worst. You, you, were like, you were like, what's his name again? And I was going, Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, how do I answer that question? What do I need? You need uh, Jason Derulo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, Sarah, do I answer this? Jason, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Is there any you other name? You can tell it's nearly half term. You we are, are chatting. I said, you can tell it's nearly half term. Weekly apps, we are talking absolute biscuits. I know. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Jason, biscuits. <laughs> He'd be the worst person to come in and teach a lesson. 
Who'd be the worst person? Yeah. Who would you absolutely hate to come in and teach you a lesson? But it'd be it'd be what lesson? It'd be like what lesson? Like a subject. So, uh, so a subject. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I tell you, it's a good one. It's a good one. I'd love Gordon Ramsay to come in yeah. and do like a coaching session because watching him not being able to swear in front of the kids <laughs> would yeah, be not great. Seen, he's on like a he's in this American show. Health, health, nice. it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's dead nice to the kids, but then to the adults. He'd be one of those teachers who's dead nice. To, and then in the staff room, just be like, yours, yeah, you're it, you're it. Just give it you in the staff room. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay big. Yeah. Who, who really annoys me? Who's someone that really annoys me? I'd absolutely hate to have. Oh, I'll tell you what. What about, what about classic? Right, guys, today, sorry, Ariana Grande is cancelled, but teaching a politics lesson, we've got Gavin Williamson. <laughs> God. Uh, Good put- afternoon, children. Good afternoon, cockwomble. <laughs> I, uh, that'd, be the only, that'd be the only time, if Gavin Williamson was coming into school to do a lesson, it'd be the only time you'd give your kids fizzy drinks, sweets, <laughs> And you just say, so do we, what do we have to do in assembly? Do whatever you want, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wind them up. Can I, sit next, my, can I sit next to my mate? You can sit next to all your mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of on the way to assembly, right. Have a look on have a look who's next to you. If you think you're gonna be silly with this person. Maybe move. Oh, I tell you what, Jason Derulo, you are making a great choice by moving away. You'd be like, just go for it, kids. Who do you want to mess around with? And I'd, I'd be, I'd be like, down the line, going, "Hey, Peter, he just called your mum. <laughs> he just called your mum." Oh, I tell you what, I won't be taking that, Peter. If you want to drop kick him in the assembly, it'd be riots, McGee, wouldn't it? Yeah, Williamson wouldn't stand a chance. Well, this is what I never get. Like, you always see them in schools, don't you? They do these school visits. Who'd want one of those plebs in school? Who'd welcome, like, Gavin Williamson, who not only voted against children getting free school meals, but hasn't done a single thing since being Ed Sec. That was the right thing to do. And yet he can still go in schools and visit and, and like, get treated. It blows my mind that, like, if... if if uh, I can, I can, uh, well, I can't speak on behalf of my head teacher, but I reckon if they turned around and was like, oh, we want to come and visit your school, my teacher would be like, you're joking. No chance. <laughs> I'm not having you, you know in what? this. Do you, know the one, do you know the one thing I'd enjoy, though, is if Gavin Williamson came into the school and was like trying to be like, oh, super learning, guys, <laughs> you know, like really going for it, I'd be like, oh, join us for a, uh, a dinner. I'd make sure, do you know, like in the, in the kind of lunchtime uh, cafeteria kind of chip tray, there's always yeah. that one brown chip that's like, you know, a bit of a grim chip. It's just one in there. Yeah. I'd make sure that that goes on his plate <laughs> without a doubt. And then if your kids were getting two fish fingers, Williamson would be getting that little one that's kind of <laughs> accidentally broke off a little bit of the other, another one and it's laid out on its own. So Williamson would be coming, sitting down with his tray yeah. with no dessert, 
one brown chip <laughs> and half a fish finger. <laughs> Suck on that, baby! <laughs> Whilst Jason Deluro has got everything he wants. Yeah. <laughs> now it's yeah, but that's a it's a cracking question. I might ask my kids um when I'm in school, <laughs> asking what if they could be taught by anyone, any lesson taught by anyone, who would you go for? It's I'll tell you what be Stephen Fry on uh, religion would be a good one. Or like Ricky Gervais. I like when he talks about religion. Yeah, but he, 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 you saw what he did in Afterlife. You, could, you couldn't risk it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, risk it. But it would be worse. Like being taught English by Gemma Collins would probably be a bad shout. The JC. Yeah, well... <laughs> It would, I mean, surely the school wouldn't go for it. If it got proposed, like, oh, listen, you know, Gemma Collins has offered to come in and do an English lesson. <laughs> it's going to be a negative. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, if you're listening, ask your, ask your children that question. See what they come out with. Yeah, no, that'd be a good one. Um, so uh, it'd be up to anything else, anything else to report? No, not really, to be honest. It's just kind of, um, it is, I think everyone's feeling the same, aren't they? They're just kind of on countdown now. Um, It's been just the most ridiculous kind of year so far. I mean, it's like, you know, you thought 2020 was bad. Wait for 2021. Yeah. Um, Good, is it? But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really trying to, keep as positive as possible and trying to give off that positivity um, as much as possible through this and through Insta and all of that kind of stuff. I'm trying to kind of keep it, keep it fresh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It just is what it is. It's, it's, we're nearly there. So everyone, hold on for three more days. <laughs> right. What about, so you? Got- what about you? Go on. I've been doing nothing. It's uh, like, I was trying to think, I was thinking the highlight of my week was that we thought the iPad was in a different house and it was in nursery. <laughs> that's literally the only thing that's happened to me because every day is the same. Every day is just doing my work, doing schoolwork with the kids, just try and do a bit of exercise. It's just boring. It's just boring. Just a quick, just a quick, uh, just a quick reminder, guys. You are listening to an award-winning podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, what have you been up to? No, no. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. It's just, you know, that's why I was desperate to get back into school, just to sort of break up the monotony. And, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing that the kids are doing or anything like that. But it's just every day is the bloody same. Nothing's. You can't do anything. Like I went for a walk the other day on Saturday, uh, decided to walk what we normally do as a bike ride. And God, it was a lot harder than what I thought. We ended up doing like nearly 15K, um, which was quite a lot for like the kids, to be fair. And we took like Winnie and she jumped in the canal. That gave us a few giggles. Completely just decided to go for some geese, just head first in the canal and then just shivered all the way home. And that was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> That's all that I've been doing. And it's like, it's Valentine's Day on Sunday, isn't it? But what are we going to do? You're in lockdown. 
Guys, stay with us for more of this amazing chat coming up next. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I've, I've, been, I've been like, what what can I talk about? What can I what can I say? And nothing's been going on. It's just been um yeah, it's just it's, <laughs> You know, people are too, people need this episode. Liven yourself up. Hit them. Hit them right in the face with the first feature. Do it. Get yourself sorted. What are we saying? Run. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll go for I'll go for run. <laughs> I wanna run! Run. I want to rent. Rant. I want to rent. Rant. I want to rent. Rant. Tell me not to rent. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rent, I say no. No. No, no, no. I just want to start before I go into this rant by saying, even though a life is pretty boring at the minute, because of lockdown and stuff, I do count my blessings. I know, you know, I know it sounds like I'm being dead negative and and thingy, and it is it is tough for everyone. And I know everyone only ever has their own circumstances to to sort of deal with. Um, but you know, things are a bit mundane. But I'm 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 count my blessings that I'm safe. Everyone's around me safe, and this is just a means to an end. So I just wanted to put that one out there. I don't want anyone people thinking, you know, get. You don't know what it's like. You don't know how lucky you are. I do know how lucky I am, but at the same time, not much is going on in the old uh, in life. Just got to see it through. Until I know that's a fair point, but before you do move on to your rant, just tell us the absolute classic where the iPad was lost <laughs> and then you found it in nursery. It's just too good. I want to hear it all again. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. Just go straight into the features. But um, I'm, I'm a bit... So I've sort of got a couple of things to rant about <laughs> because a couple of things have annoyed me, right? That, that number one, that, that's annoying me. And and I've had a few messages about this. Are parents moaning about the, the remote learning side of things, right? Because there seems to be this weird uh, expectation from parents, not all parents, but some parents, who think that the best thing for remote teaching is teachers doing live lessons, right? Now, I know there's some teachers who are doing load everything live lessons, right, which more for them. Um, some schools are doing no live lessons. Well, you know, I think the odd one's okay, but I don't necessarily think that live lessons are the best thing i don't but there's some parents who are really gunning and going all out just because some schools aren't doing everything through live lessons and my reason why i don't think live lessons are necessarily best is because a it can put a lot of pressure on families who are having to deal with lots of other things about certain times when the things need be need to be done You've also got to consider the circumstances of certain families. So if you've got three siblings where, you know, they're in different year groups, but there's only one device. Well, if all three classes are doing live lessons, two of the children aren't going to be able to access it. So that's not going to work. And, um, 
you know, these, you don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel. I've mentioned Oak National Academy on, on the podcast before, which has over 10,000 lessons available. And what's what I found funny is there's been a couple of like parents moaning about Oak National Academy saying that the lessons are really boring, <clears throat> which for me, I'm just a bit like, it's got nothing, to, whether the teacher does that live lesson or a teacher through Oak National Academy, it's not going to change it from being exciting. It's got, it's going to have no bearing on how good that lesson is because your issue, if you're saying that the Oak National Academy stuff's boring, take that up with Michael Gove who made the curriculum because that's the reason it's boring because some of the content you have to teach in this curriculum is dull and boring. And it doesn't matter whether I'm teaching it or a teacher through Oak National Academy, it doesn't really matter because it's the content that's not very exciting. So whether a teacher's doing a live lesson or not, if you're saying it's boring, then you've got to take your complaint up with the people who make the curriculum, not the teachers, because it's the content. So that's my first run. It's like parents giving schools a load of jip about live lessons when, you know, teachers are working the backsides off. Live lessons aren't necessarily best. Teachers are providing... Uh, enough I think for what you know the circumstances we face but then we've now got this whole debate around catch up what do we need to do do we need to extend the school day do we need to uh, shorten the summer holidays no you don't you don't need to do these things all this talk about extending the school day is ridiculous how how are you going to do it how are you going to keep the concentration of six seven year olds longer than what's already happening you know if we go back to school full time do you think year two year three kids are going to be able to keep concentration past three o'clock you're absolutely joking um don't get me wrong i like the idea of maybe more extracurricular activities more sport more stuff like that i'm all for that but extending the school day and thinking that's going to have an impact is is ridiculous and it and it it just go. It just really annoys me because it's the government who have criminally underfunded schools for the past ten years. Now suddenly trying to think of a catch-up program. Actually, if they just adequately funded and staffed schools properly, wouldn't need it. Just put the money into schools so that schools can get the right amount of staff. Every every class can get a TA. You can have more adults in school working with children. You wouldn't, you wouldn't need to extend the school day or shorten the summer holidays. And as far as some, the thing is, I don't know what's going to happen and it could bite me in the backside further down the line. I'm sure there'll be an episode in a few months where you're like, hey, remember when you said that? But I can't help but think this is just going to be another elaborate ploy where a mate of a mate of a mate of someone in the government suddenly starts some sort of tuition company and they're given billions for this catch-up it won't work, just like the free school meals that they the, the gave the, the money to. That, that was a shambles. The test and trace, that was a shambles. I can't help but think there'll be suddenly this initiative about after-school catch-up that one of the Tory peer mates gets, and it'll just crash and burn like everything else, and it'll be teachers again who have to pick up the pieces once more. Why not take this opportunity to put some actual trust in teachers as professionals and at least, at the very least, speak to us 
about what we think is going to be the best. And personally, I think you don't need to extend the school day. You don't need, and I'm speaking again as a primary school teacher. I don't know whether this will be different for secondary school. That's a different, you know, um, different matter altogether. But for at primary, I just feel like staff staff the schools properly, invest in 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 the schools, making sure that they've got the necessary resources and everything else. Teach will take care of the rest. Yes, we might need to slim down the curriculum slightly. We might need to prioritise a couple of things over st other stuff, but you don't need to extend necessarily extend the school day or shorten the summer holidays because it almost makes it out again, like throughout this whole period of time, we've not been doing anything when actually we have. And granted, children might not be making the same amount of progress they would be if they were in school, but they're still learning and they're still, you know, maybe not everyone, but majority of children are ticking along, are doing some sort of work. And so, you know, just trust the teachers to do what we're capable of doing, which is getting the kids where they need to be. And this is just a slight setback. I don't think it's anywhere near as severe, speaking from what I've seen. I don't think it's anywhere near as severe as what some people are writing. Like that article that came out saying that the, the time children have lost in school is going to, lose them 40 grand in their career what a ludicrous statement that's that's i don't, I don't know what are you what do you think oh that i'll get a chance to speak no way oh, yeah normally but um, you know what i was going on thinking is he asleep <laughs> is he take take a breath no but i was i was you know see me i was leaning closer to the camera but you were an absolute racehorse Sorry. not built like one or hung like one but you were running like one my goodness um, basically, the other Mr. P's thoughts on the run are to help parents, let's get Gemma Collins in on the Oak National Academy. Uh, secondary, secondly, if you need to trim down the curriculum, then sack off Roman numerals and at the end of the year, watch the Rocky series. That'll teach them enough Roman numerals to see them through because that's, that's all I know. Rocky five is Rocky V. <laughs> Boom! Drop that Roman numeral mic. Um, go off Super Bowls if you want to extend it. Yeah, if you want an extension? So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, listen. I think it's valid. If people are still awake, I hope you did appreciate. Uh, <laughs> no, because so people, people were talking about in the podcast group, weren't they? In the government have put. Oh no! Listen, put someone in charge. I can't remember his name. Uh, some sir. What's it called now? Hang on. I need to find it. Uh, Kevin Collin, Kevin Collins. Sir Kevin. Uh, um, it's Kevin. Um, I think it's Kevin, but it's spelled K-E-V-A-N. Kevin. That's like an American film, isn't it? My name's Kevin. It, so is it Kevin? No, no, it's Kevin. Yeah. Anyway, he's been, he's the government's COVID catch-up SAR, right? And he said, we're going to have to ask teachers to increase learning time for children. Right, okay. So if you're going to extend it, are you going to pay teachers to do that or what? Like, And, and it's interesting because his background is he's been in charge of the EEF, which is the Education Endowment Foundation, which basically does shed loads of resources. From the gas pump to the grocery store. Inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. 
It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Search in education. It's actually quite, quite good. Like the research they do is absolutely brilliant. And one of the research projects they've actually done is on extending the school day where it came out that it actually wasn't wasn't that great at improving standards. So he's even done... I think everyone, I think every single person, if you work in schools, whether you're a TA, support staff, teacher, SLT, whatever it may be, there is absolutely no doubt, there is no doubt at all that you know from experience that... Children do their best work in the morning. You're not going to get... It's true, though. Am I right right there or not? Yeah, you're right. In the afternoons, you're talking that out... You're talking... (laughs) You hear my voice then? (laughs) (laughs) My nads nads went back up. Um, You're talking that, that, that time before home time, that, like, half an hour before home time, that is... You are not going to get quality work out of 75% of the class. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. You know, you could be Stephen Fry. The guy wants to chill for the last half an hour of a day. You try and extend that, you're going to have more behaviour issues, you're going to have more kids despising school and despising the teachers and the staff because they don't want to be there. You've you, like, like, I'm with you, teachers, TAs, support staff... Let them do the job, for God's sake. Just shut up and let us do it. And stop making up jobs as well. I keep hearing all this. It's like, oh, yeah, Terence Croft, the COVID banana peeler. I'm like, what? Why is he? (laughs) Who? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I read stuff and I'm like, how's that a job? That was never a job. How's that suddenly a job? It's like the COVID coffee maker. Why are they getting it? You know, what's happening? Um, but no, valid points. Valid points made all over the It's just, it's just it, I mean, we rant about it on air, and this is just the way in which I deal with it, is this, I just have a bit of a moan, but it just really does frustrate me because it's like all these people who don't work in education, who don't work in class, who don't see it firsthand are suddenly the ones who get to make the decisions without speaking to us, and then we've got to follow it. But then when it doesn't work, we're then blamed. Like everything else, when things don't work, the teacher are the ones that get blamed, yet we don't choose to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not choosing to do the remote learning. We sort of have to, yet we're the ones who get blamed and get parents moaning and slagging us off when all we're doing is trying our best and we're working our backsides off but then whenever you look, it's like, oh, schools are closed. It's like, no, no, schools aren't closed. And this whole thing about catch-up is it makes it out like everything we've done between January and now has been completely and utterly pointless. So we've been killing ourselves, working, doubling our workload, and then just it all being just pushed to one side. It's like, oh, kids have had six weeks off. It's like, no, they've not. They've still been learning. They've still, you know, granted, 
Not every single one of them. Yes, there's been a couple that haven't engaged. All right, they might not be doing as much as they would do in school, but they're still doing some something. And teachers have been going above and beyond to help. And yet it's sort of, oh, well, we need to extend the school day. Oh, well, they're not doing good enough. It's just this constant bashing that just really winds me up. Um, yeah, but it's... <laughs> right. I think I'm going to cut in there because I feel like you're going to have high blood pressure or some serious <laughs> problems. So I'm going to join, you know, I'm going to listen to the cries of free him, free him, the other Mr. P. Put him out of his misery. No, but um, people will be with me. People will be like, it's, yeah. It, I, I, I know, I know. I see it about all the time. I, like, I must I get an, an average easily five to ten messages a day from teachers who'll say, I'm sick of this, or I'm, have you seen this, or did it? And I'm just like, yeah, right, just listen to the podcast. You get, five to ten, you get five to ten moans about the current situation. How many nudes? <laughs> no nudes. I got no nudes. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I, it's fair, and I know everyone's listening to this, apart from the ones who kind of, you know, like Charlie, my friend, he'll be listening to this like, shut up, Lee. But no, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. But let's flip. Let's flip it. Let's give the people what they want. Let's cheer them up. And I will start with the other Mr. P's jokes. Joke, 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 joke. Joke, 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 Send me a joke. Um, I went to a zoo the other day and they only had a, a dog there. It was a shit zoo. I mean, great joke. <laughs> you know, great, great joke. Um, but I've kind of gone, I've got a couple of simple ones for you here. And then I've got a couple of, uh, you know, Valentine's romance because we are on, we are on that week. So, but these are just your, your, your general jokes. And the Lord said to John, come forth and you will receive eternal life. But John came fifth and won a toaster. <laughs> That's good. Um, have you heard of the new movie called Constipation? Go on. It ain't come out yet. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, right, so a little bit more uh, of the romantic side. So... Women call me ugly until they found out how much I make. Then they call me ugly and poor. <laughs> that's, that, that spoke to me, that joke. Um, and then there's a random one. Uh, there's a, I, I, I took a thing of a, a toilet roll, a Jason Deleu roll joke. And it and it works for it works for teachers and it works for school staff and what you were just talking about. I should have hooked this out during the rant, and and obviously pardon a little bit of choice language here. Life is a lot like toilet paper. You're either on a roll or you're taking shit from some asshole. 
Come on, come on. If you're listening to this and not liking that, then come on, you're better than that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to finish with two uh, romantic jokes here. What's the difference between a tyre and 365 used condoms? One's a good year, the other's a great year. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one this one saw this on insta and thought this has to go in (laughs) mango's into it (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry (laughs) right mango's into a shop and buys two eggs the cashier Ah, uh, you must be single. Man, why? Cashier, because you're really ugly. <laughs> um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed them. They are, they are, I do feel like, you know, your rant was very, very passionate and very, very kind of apt. But I feel like it's one of them, in it? You tug at one emotion and then you've got to tickle the funny bones and uh, that's, I hope that's done that for you. Talking of uh, talking of Valentine's Day, um, you know what we mentioned last episode that you can get those memos from either of us? Yeah. So I got, I got a couple this week asking for like Valentine's Day shout outs. And then I got... I got one from a guy called Sam for his Mrs. Hannah. And then literally the day after I got one from, uh, for Sam from Hannah and it was the same couple. So they did, this is when you know you're made for the same, per- you know, you've met your, your, your soulmate when your Valentine's <laughs> gift, <laughs> you get the same Valentine's gift, which is a personalized message. From the rant master, <laughs> the rant master general, <laughs> Mr. P. So, um, I love that. At the, the wedding, was, at the yeah. wedding, I knew, I knew we were meant for each other <laughs> when we got each other them terrible Valentine's <laughs> gifts. Well, I said, I said, I said, they're going to have to give us a shout to the wedding because they're massive podcast fans. So, Hannah and Sam, if you're listening, yeah, me and me and the other Mr. P will be there because I, I sort of mentioned on the video on the video, like if you've listened to last step, uh, we were talking about a podcast themed wedding. And uh but and they actually messaged me afterwards going, really appreciate it. And uh yeah, you'll you'll definitely be wedding candidates. So who knows? Love it. Love it. Yeah. I got a I got a memo. I got a memo through. It wasn't a Valentine's one. Um because I don't think anyone <laughs> <laughs> would want a romantic message from a jab of the hut. Um, but I got, a, I got, did get a memo. And I have to say, honestly, jump on. If you do, you are a fan of the podcast, get involved. Cause someone said, you know, massive fans of the pardon. And I went, I went all out. This is the thing I put in loads of effort. They got, they got bants. They got bants and even more bants, and they even got a bit of Boris. I even went, I even went full Boris for a bit. Yeah. So get on memo, type in Mister P, and we're both there. And uh, yeah. you know, if 
If you if you're flush with cash, get the ICT. If you're struggling a little bit and it's near the end of the month, <laughs> I'm half the price, baby. Woo! Now, just before we get this week's sponsor in, we've got a special announcement to make. Uh, as we are now at half term, we can reveal. Go on, Adam, I'll let you do the honours. We can reveal that. And this is this is because we have had an awful lot of messages. We have, you know, we had loads of messages after uh, the last one. And we are coming back. We are going to be doing a live Easter extravaganza, end of term Easter extravaganza live episode Thursday, the 1st of April, 8 p.m. So it's right at the end of the month. So you can fill up on the booze, which is what I'm going to do. Woo! <laughs> it, comes with, and, and, it comes with certain criteria. JMOs is banned. There is to be no JMOs on the Never! <laughs> but no, the, we've already had uh, some amazing ideas. We've already got some amazing amazing um stuff that we're going to talk about and i've received two stories that are up there for me as some of the some of the best i've i've ever seen um and they are i'm i'm, I'm tucking them away for the easter live episode so i hope you're all excited we're going to really really go for it and this is the third one this is the this is the trilogy we've done summer We've done winter. Now it's time to tickle those eggs because we're coming for Easter. <laughs> so tickets will be available very, very soon. Keep an eye out. Get your tickets nice and early. Uh, yeah, April Fool's Day this year. You'll be able to uh, join us for another live episode of the podcast. Oh, you, you lined yourself up for a great line there. April what? Fool's this year. Get your tickets to see two fools. You, you had it. You had oh. it in the palm of your hand. Sorry. So let's get there a quick little message from this week's sponsor and then we'll get into some more features. We are once again proud to be sponsored by Two Simple. Clive Davis, OBE, founding director of Focus Education and former Ofsted inspector, has worked with Two Simple to create a remote education plan to support senior leaders with reviewing and evaluating their remote education provision. This free download outlines what outstanding looks like and is designed to support detailed discussions, including space for leadership teams to evaluate where they are and any next steps that need to be taken. The plan is also supported with a webinar hosted by Clive Davis and Jeff Broadbent, creators of Two Simple's Leadership and Management Tools Inspection Coach and Improvement Hub. During the webinar, they will work through the plan, answer any questions and show how the plan works inside Inspection Coach and Improvement Hub. Head to twosimple.com forward slash two Mr. P's to download your free copy of their remote education plan. That's two simple, the number two, simple.com forward slash the number two MRPS. Mr. 
Right, okay. So next feature that we're going to start with uh, some questions that were sent in on Instagram. So we'll go through a couple of these. So first question, what's the one thing you're missing most about having everyone in school? Sorry, what was that? What's the one thing I'm missing the most, thing about missing having... most about having everyone in school? Um, probably just like knowing that they're all there and and involved and safe and happy and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just normality of a school day. Just that exactly. Yeah. Uh, what are you most looking forward to when things are back to normal? The lash. I knew you were going to say that. I knew nothing. Unadulterated lash. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I'm not scared to admit it. I, I want to see my mates. I want to see my family. I want to spend time in Anna Maureen. Um. But they're all going to be on this big lash that I'm going to organise. <laughs> um, you know what I'm missing a lot as well. That I didn't think I would do. Cinema. I, I miss oh, going to the cinema. Don't. I, I'm an absolute cinema head. I was. I had to cancel my Limitless. I was coughing up 17 dubs a month. No films were on. I was like, <laughs> absolutely having my pants down. Um, but yeah, I'll be, yeah. I mean, me and dad used to go to the cinema all the time. Yeah. Like weekly. Because obviously we got him a Limitless card, didn't we? And um, Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you miss the most from pre-COVID times? Lash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, favorite, do you know what? Next question. Favorite subject while at school? Lash. <laughs> Lash taught by Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, do you know what? Genuinely, the thing I miss most about pre-COVID times, if we're talking school, it's school sport competitions. Yeah. Taking the kids to school sport competitions. I genuinely miss that with every inch of my being or whatever the, the saying is yeah and um, but the thing i miss most is simply just driving around to mum and dad's driving around to nana maureen's to grandma's to yours to ryan's just everyone or just everyone going to mum's and having them like times it's just it's weird i, I can't wait i mean and then and then you can't really talk about pre-covid without talking about how much we miss the lash because <laughs> i miss the lash so much <laughs> i'm not that bothered about it i mean I'll, I'll i'll definitely when the things go back to normal i'll go out have one big night out and then not want to drink for the rest of the year because i'll be hung over for about two months right favorite subject while at school when i was at school yeah when we were at school what was favorite oh, subject Oh, uh, well, it's, you know, it's no shock. PE was definitely my favourite subject. But I, I'm going to surprise a few people here. People are going to be a bit like, they might be dropping the coffees and the Starbucks and whatever else. Because I was a bit of a sucker for history, you know. I, 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 I didn't mind a bit of history. The old Treaty of Versailles. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what it is, but it stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I at school, I loved maths. I was really good at maths, but I prefer, I don't like teaching it. Like, I don't mind teaching it, but I much prefer teaching English now to maths. But it, when I was at school, it was the other way around. Like, I hated English, loved maths, 
Whereas now, I don't mind teaching maths, but I, I think you can just be a bit more creative with English. So I prefer uh, English. Right, next question. How do you decide on who you will interview for the chinwags? <laughs> I've got a simple answer. Whoever says yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew, yeah. if people knew the amount of people we've reached out to, to have a chinwag with and got the straight up rejection but no we've got yeah. some to be fair we're getting we're getting approached now we're getting uh people coming to us asking if we can uh feature them on the podcast um there's no there's no criteria really is there it's just if we think they'd be up for a bit of a giggle if they think we if we think they'd be good value they get the uh they get the shout yeah are you secretly a walk away from the photocopy you've blocked kind of person. <laughs> well, where I work, like, because I, I have a, I have like a desk, um, like, just in a building where I've got all like my stuff, and you know, I use it a lot for, uh, for when I had to do like risk assessments and sporting letters and all of that kind of stuff, and it's next to the photocopy. It's like right next to it. Um, yeah. So in answer to the question, um, I can nor confirm or deny. <laughs> I'm not. I'm the fixer. Because if I fix it, I get all the glory. <laughs> so I want the glory. So I will literally just stay and fix it by turning it off at the mains, turning it back on. And if, it fi if I find the jam or if I pull out that piece of paper that's hiding, then I'm just the hero for the rest of the day. So, yeah, I always try and fix it. Um, what about this one? Uh, well, someone asked, are you, doing a are you doing a Valentine's Day special episode? Your previous romance stories really make me laugh. <laughs> but I think we've covered everything, haven't we? I don't think there's any other stories. Because then the other, another question was, what's your most embarrassing moment, teaching and non-teaching? Well, my most embarrassing moment is something I talk about at the live show. Not the live app, the live show. So if you want to hear my most embarrassing moment ever, you need to get tickets for the live shows, which have been rearranged to later on this this year. Have you got a most embarrassing moment or you were too Jeez, you, long you remember because you were on the lash? <laughs> I've um uh, yeah, I've I've uh, I've yeah, I've got a lot to be fair, and I don't think I've covered them all, but it's it's not fair to just you know, blast them all out. Um, you know, I don't which, like to... Which was embarrassing when you did that. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I've done before. Um, but it's funny, one of my mates text uh, this, this memory, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but basically, this was years ago, talking like when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, <laughs> something like that. And basically, my friend's sister's mate who has no idea who I was or who I am, messaged or put on her Twitter or MySpace or whatever it was yeah. and put nights in Manchester, right? And she's in a car and she's took a picture of a guy with his top off, swinging it around his head. <laughs> then the sister has screenshotted it, sent it to my mate and put, is that parking? So then I mate 
my mate sends it to me and goes, is this you? And I was like, I don't know, is it? I don't know. Um, but what's funny is I've got that picture. My mate sent it me the other day and he said something like, never forget. So um, I might, I might, I might chuck it out uh, this weekend. If I remember it, I might, because it's not that bad, because to be fair, I'm arguably in better shape there than I am now. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. But you can just see, I am absolutely hammered. And I'm yeah. just like, clearly stood next to cars with my top off. But I, again, yeah. <laughs> Good right, last question. Get me, get me back on that lash. <laughs> What's the last thing you brought, bought from Amazon? Uh, Fitbit, which I regret. <laughs> um, last thing I bought, last thing I bought from Amazon, I think was um, flashlight. <laughs> I wish um, a pair of uh, a pair of blue, you know, like the glasses that you can get where it blocks the blue light from your laptop, so you don't. Get headaches. Have I shown well, him yet? No, I don't. You have shown him me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to give off major Clark Kent vibes, <laughs> but you're giving more Alan Carr vibes. <laughs> what a wake it's been. <laughs> uh, right. Let's get into some other features. So, uh, where shall we start? Where shall we start? I've got some stories to share with you so let's just play the jingle uh uh yeah 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 uh listener stories uh uh mr p's bringing the heat uh ha ha can y'all hear that can y'all hear that ha ha check it out yeah <laughs> this happened about 10 years ago and the pupils and staff have long moved on Apologies if some of the terms are Scottish education centric. I was teaching a primary seven class and we set for maths. So I'm going to take a guess here and think that this is secondary, primary seven. What are you saying, Adam? Like year seven? Yeah, it got to be year seven, hasn't it? Yeah. I had the joy of the top set, but our bottom set teacher was absent. So they had found themselves being taken by our evil deputy head who was pretty much despised by staff and pupils alike for just, pre just being pretty horrible and a bit of a bully. I had a set of twin boys in my class who had arrived from school up the road with a massive reputa reputation, although in reality they were total sweethearts most of the time. Naturally, they found themselves in the bottom set. One day, during maths, there's a sudden knock on the door and the trust one trustworthy kid from the bottom set appears saying, Miss X needs you now. I put my head out of the classroom door just in time to see one of my twins storming out of the class in full-blown Barney mode with the deputy head, each one trying to outshout the other. After much swearing on his part, he storms back up to my room and finishes with a remarkable perceptive phrase, phrase and even the teachers effing ate you. I kept a straight face and sent him into the library corner to cool off for five minutes. A few moments later, there's a knock at the door and our principal teacher, lowest member of the management team, arrives at the door and calmly collects the boy in question, 
giving me the, he's getting a few days exclusion, exclusion message. Off he pops, still muttering about the deputy head under his breath, and my set go back to their work. Another 10 minutes go by, and there's another interruption when another teacher who's on his macrony time pops his head, I don't know what macrony means, uh, pops his head in the door and says, don't let the kids out at break. Sorry, no time to explain. I need to get round all the classes before the bell rings. The bell for break goes off and I head off to the staff room to find out what's happened. It transpires that the mother of the boy in question had arrived to pick him up, having, having borrowed an extended family member's car as the family don't own one and she wants to get there quickly. For reasons best known to herself, she allowed the boy's two older brothers who are in their early teens and should be at secondary school but are clearly skiving, to come with her. And whilst coming into school to pick her boys up, she's left them in the car. The novelty of being in the car and the temptation of their mother stupidly leaving the keys behind proves too much and one brother dares the other to drive the car. He drives up the street, manages to turn round and come back, but when trying to stop the car in front of the school to turn round, he inadvertently puts the car into reverse and ploughs full pelt through the fence, garden and front wall of one of the houses directly opposite the school, eventually ending up in their downstairs loo. <laughs> An ambulance and fire brigade are immediately called through mercifully, no, mercifully, mercifully, oh my word, I'm tired. Nobody's hurt. Our head has sensibly avoided the kids watching the whole aftermath during playtime, and all because one of the kids told the deputy a few home truths. It was 10 years ago, and I've got many years of my career ahead, but I still down out, dine out on this one, and I'm certainly never find anything to top it. Imagine that. Wow. Wow, that is, that is unbelievable scenes. I know, just... I just got. I just have a, have a thought about the, the two kids in the car. I tell you, go on, lad, do it, do it. That's what they've been for it. Do it, go on, do it. And then the guy just like, you want me to do it? Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, I'll do it. I've done it. Like, oh, 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 oh no, I've done it. <laughs> Imagine if there was someone on the loo in that house and just reading the paper next minute a car just reverses like that scene out of Jurassic Park where the guy's on the toilet getting eaten yeah. oh god brilliant my word right I've got one more bit of a juicy one this one because I've been trying to find a bit of juice like we need juicy confessions coming into the website uh, but this one's funny First, I would like to say how much I've enjoyed other stories as some of the stuff is hilarious. This is a story that happened around nine years ago when I was working in a school in Bournemouth. I was working in a team of four year six teachers and we were always there working late, usually in one, other, one of the other teachers' classrooms as she always had the Haribo tubs left over from the Xmas parties. Our school had a big team of cleaners that would swoop in at 3.30 and clean the place every day from top to bottom until half five. And one particular evening, we were wrapping up our weekly planning and resourcing meeting at around six o'clock, and any minute the site manager would be coming to kick us out so we could lock up. I remembered there was a resource in my classroom that we needed. I nipped next door to grab it 
and flung open the door and slammed on the lights. To my horror, there were two cleaners on the middle classroom table, snogging with their hands down each other's trousers. <laughs> I wonder whether they had rubber gloves on. <laughs> I ran out of the classroom to tell the other teachers and I couldn't face going in there for the rest of the evening. Luckily, my bag was in the other room. In the morning, when I returned to the scene of the crime, I had to pick up all the pencil pots they'd swept off the table in their fit of passion and bleached the table and chairs. <laughs> I love that. Like the classic, like, Rachel does it in Friends, doesn't she? Where she always wants to wipe everything off a desk. Yeah. They're just putting, like, wiping some prick sticks and whiteboards on the floor. <laughs> but what I was thinking, like, do you think they did that thing where they kind of, like, trying to be dead sexy, but they're just cleaning a classroom. Are you getting on on that table? Are you wiping it hard? (laughs) And the guy, like, the cleaner, like, yeah, but can't get this bloody prayer stick off. (laughs) (laughs) This glitter's a nightmare. (laughs) But it's not... The view's bloody permanent marker. (laughs) Yeah, it's not often a cleaner, you know, they go in to clean a room and it ends up more dirty than it was before. Oh, I mean, those poor sound kids. Sound filthy. Yeah, those poor kids coming in the next day when the they've been all is, sorts going on. Hands, hands down the trousers. When, when cleaners wear them, pinnies, don't they? I wonder if he accidentally, they accidentally put the hand down the pinny. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about then? Like them cleaning tops that they yeah. have. And like they went down, like, oh yeah, getting handsy, but there's just like a bin bag and some wipes. Whoa! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got some more teacher tired tales to tell. Uh, you've got some, haven't you, Adam? I have got some, yeah. Yeah, so I've got a couple here. So someone messaged on uh, Insta Teacher tired, I stopped to fill up the car with petrol. And only when the petrol forecourt said over the tannoy, I didn't realise just I was just holding my car keys and aiming them at the petrol cap. <laughs> <laughs> so on the big tunnel, just like lady with the Toyota, <laughs> you're just aiming your keys, you jackass. Um, <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. And then this <laughs> was so tired after a week long residential. I mean, that is oh, that is a week long. That, I think that's the height. That's the height of teacher tired. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night, raced around my flat in a complete panic as I couldn't understand why the children weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Took a couple of minutes before I realised I was off duty. <laughs> Tonight, I poured myself a glass of white wine after a stressful day, went to put a splash of soda in, but I did milk instead. <laughs> oh, curdle. You don't want that curdle. Um, <laughs> so this is it's not really teacher tired but it just a bit of a no really I had a child open his tin foil package expecting his sandwiches but no his mum had accidentally given him the massive clock and cheese <laughs> <laughs> now this this is my favourite teacher tired so far I once put a carrier bag of rubbish in my school bag, including a used nappy. Got ready by the door, had a bag of rubbish for the bin and a bag of my lunch 
I binned my lunch and took my baby's pooey nappy to work. <laughs> right. Um, everyone with like everyone with like their butties or their pot noodles. What are you on? Hampers. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, here we go. Uh, attempting to exit the car without undoing the seatbelt and opening the car door with my house key. But the worst was this morning putting my coat on ready to leave the house and realising I hadn't put my skirt on top of my tights. <laughs> so just going to school, just wearing some tights. It was something I did in my sleep when I first started teaching and I really don't know what has hit me. I was sound asleep in bed after my first full week. I sat bolt upright, put my hand up in the air and shouted, five, four, three, two, and thank you for being ready and listening and then lay back sound asleep. I have no recollection of this, and I only know because I scared the living daylights out of my husband. <laughs> he was genuinely like, what is going on? <laughs> and then another quick one here. Two microwaves in the staff room, put lunch in one, and turn the other one on. <laughs> so I've got a couple of uh, rumours from school to share with you. Um, let me share this one first. This one made me laugh. Right. There was a rumour that our head teacher had a door put in the back of his office that was a direct exit for the building. He'd come in in the morning, go into his office, give an assembly, go back to his office, and then come in the next day. The only reason people clocked on was that a few kids getting out early saw him leave through a door, worked out where it was. Basically, he'd work for half an hour of a morning, then go home and no one would notice. <laughs> is then this one? You what? I said it's... it's I mean, I don't, is that a rumour or did the kids prove it? I, I mean... Well, some it, of these... It's, some of these rumors, I mean, it's going in the rumor category, but some of them are actually proved proved right. Um, right, what about this one? Uh, I had a girl at school who claimed to be having a relationship with a teacher. Now, he was a weed, so that was plausible, but she was quite big, so it was unlikely. Anyway, her best friend told me about it as we were friends too. I thought, hmm, I better tell her that these rumors could be really dangerous. So I told her I'd heard the rumour. She told me to shut up or I'd ruin everything. Next day at school, I get called to the room of the teacher in his department where I get absolutely roasted, completely destroyed for making this rumour up. How could I, how I could ruin lives, ruin his career, how I should be ashamed of myself as I was a good kid, but I'd made stupid choices. Basically, everything a 14-year-old, fairly good kid, does not want to hear. I was facing exclusion despite having not actually done anything. Finally, it was my turn to speak. I told him I wasn't the one who made up the rumour, that she was, and I was. I told her to stop telling people this lie. He just said, get out of my sight, and I walked back to my red registration class feeling absolutely terrible. I got through the double do doors, heard his door shut, and a, why the hell did you make this up? Do you realise I've just spent the last 10 minutes abusing one of my favourite pupils in this school, all because of your lies? Felt much better after that. No trouble for me, loads of trouble for her. 
It all turned out to be false as well. Bloody hell. That's so dark. I know, yeah. But the fact she got blamed, but then came out, came out all right in the end. And uh, also this one. So, I've shared this in the best rumour from school, but it's actually true, as I was in the class when it happened. At my secondary school, we had this maths teacher who was just the worst. Everyone hated him. He would punish you over nothing. I was pretty good at school, and he was the only teacher who gave me a detention. He was just nasty with it, seemed to just love being horrible to the children. It made no sense to me why he was a teacher, to be honest. As a teacher now, I know how hard it is, but I like working with the children. This guy seemed to hate everything about the job. Anyway, in our last lesson before going on study leave for our GCSEs, we were waiting outside the teacher's room when he appeared and opened his door to the most horrific smell. It was disgusting. We walked into the classroom and within seconds, we were ushered back out. As it turned out, someone had dropped a huge turd on this teacher's desk. I didn't see it, <laughs> but a couple of people did saying it looked like the perfect curled log. <laughs> I bet it wasn't. No better, I bet it was just... no, no better compliment than that. <laughs> no, but do you know I like rumours when, when stories get told and they become more exaggerated. I bet it was turned into, it's like it was like a cake. It was a cake of a turd. Um, the teacher was so angry and demanded to know who it was no one had a clue or at least wasn't making out like they did the te teacher lost it and started crying for a moment i felt sorry for him but then remembered he was such a dick over the years we were all questioned and interrogated by the head and deputy but they never found the culprit apparently the legend is still alive today and is deemed a hero amongst the students for generations thanks for the podcast love it <laughs> deemed deemed a legend that, that's what i took out of that he, he he did a log on a teacher's desk made the teacher cry and to this day he's this deemed day. a legend he's an absolute <laughs> absolute legend right i'm gonna finish this up with a story that had me absolutely creased right it's going to go in the cringe category, but this one, honest to God, just had me absolutely in bits. Right. So play the jingle first. What did I say? I want to die. For in my mouth, I want to cry. And that's what's going on. Nothing's fine. It's cringe. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel Embarrassed and ashamed Lying naked on the floor Alright, so imagine this This isn't even teacher related It's just a cringy moment From someone's past um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll get through this With a straight face right. When I was 14 I went to a science museum With my family there was this big contraption which moved water around in interesting ways using the mechanical energy provided by somebody running in a giant mouse wheel. I got into this mouse wheel thing and started running and the machine's working fine. But then my older brother, for some reason, wants it to go faster. So he jumps in 
and legs it. He's a lot faster than me, and it doesn't take long for me to lose my footing. It's spinning too fast for my legs. I fall face first into the wheel. It's still going round, and in between its spinning, my weight pulls it. <laughs> my weight it pulls my trousers down, taking my pants with them. <laughs> My brother is floored laughing at me and my whole family watches me try to clamber up and redress myself and I mooned a lot of people. <laughs> I can just imagine him trying to keep up like, no, no, and then he hits the floor and then next minute the pants and undies come down. <clears throat> that was 11 years ago and I still get reminded about it whenever anyone wants to tell a funny story. As a matter of fact, it came up today at dinner. <laughs> oh, those sort of stories. Honestly, if you've got a story like that, just share it on the podcast website, to mrpspodcast.com, because it doesn't half give us a giggle. Um, but yeah, that does bring us to the end of another episode, guys. I don't know where the time's gone there. I was worrying we wouldn't have much to, to share, but it's another 90 minutes gone by and we're, we're there. So again, massive, massive thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, please do keep supporting by joining the Facebook group, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Um, pass the pod on to any of your friends, colleagues, uh, just anyone that you think could find it funny and have a bit of a giggle. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're not going to do an episode next week, but do keep an eye out for some of the uh, keep an eye out for some of the chin wags we've got planned. And uh, yeah, have a restful and enjoyable half term. Recharge the old batteries, whatever you choose to do, whether it's go out and get a bit of exercise in, or just sit on the couch and slob about for a few days. Do not feel guilty because you have earned it. You've worked so hard over the past few weeks. So really do switch off. Take at least a few days where you can focus on you because, uh, you know, we all need to take some time to recharge and get ready for the next, whatever the next half term will bring. Anything to add, Adam? Yeah, just uh, echoing that. Have an amazing, amazing, well-earned um, half term. Keep a lookout for uh, the Easter end of term extravaganza tickets will be on sale uh, very soon. We will promise to make that extremely special because you all deserve it. And yeah, take care of yourselves and I hope you have an amazing week. When we return, we actually have the return of Cockney John. Um, yeah. And he is going, and I'll give you a little sneak peek. He is going to be taking down the one and only Gruffalo. So make sure that you tune in to the episode 75 in two weeks' time because Cotney John's back and he's angrier than ever. <laughs> so have an amazing week off uh, and thank you so much for all the support. All right, take care. Bye. <laughs>